Blog Talk Radio. segment of Live Without Limits, reach personal success on a daily basis. And the purpose of this podcast is to help you overcome any limiting beliefs you have to think more positively, make better choices in life, and and reach the goals that you set for yourself. And in today's presentation, we're going to talk about 10 resources and steps to help you find a good therapist. Wanting or needing support from a mental health professional is common. Now, there's a site called Bark.com, and I'm a licensed coach, life and career coach, and they scour the internet and websites for people who are coaches. And then they will send you an email suggesting that you can get clients through their website. What they do is that's how they get you to get on there and to sign up for free. But you cannot get the leads unless you pay for clicks. And then they apply a certain number of points to each lead that you get, well, if you're not paying attention, then you can go on there and it can cost you a lot of money just to find clients. But here's the kicker. They don't even tell you that they do an automatic upgrade on you once you buy the initial package. The idea is that They don't even give you a chance to test it out. They immediately want you to pay for it, have it set up where you automatically get upgraded with points. And when you are looking for a therapist and your insurance is going to pay, they only want someone who's licensed. That's a licensed psychotherapist or a licensed coach who has a background in the mental health field and has the PhD in psychology. Well, most people who have those licensures can go through hospitals to get leads. They do not need to use a site like Boff.com. And one thing I found was they don't even have it in disclaimer. I couldn't, I couldn't even find reviews about it until after I got caught up in their system. And when I requested my money back because I did not realize what they had done, it's like, oh, no, we can't refund your money. So be careful about sites like that if you're a life coach or a career coach because 
they're only out there to make money for themselves. And only after I got caught up with it and I went to write a review did I actually find reviews of other people who were coaches who had used their system. And there was one person on there that probably paid them over a thousand dollars and the thing is that when they give you a lead they give it out to five people then you have to bid for it and hope that you get the, you become the person that they choose well here's the kicker if you're not and you pay for those leads, that one person can't lowering and lowering and lowering her fees trying to get a client, couldn't get a client, and that cost her thousands of thousands of dollars just for leads that led nowhere. But the purpose of this show is to talk to you about how to find a good therapist because you want someone that understands where you're coming from has experienced the same things you've experienced and has come through it and can help you really deal with it. So life throws all sorts of things our way, and it's tough to manage some of it on our own. I've used various therapists throughout my life and still do when I need extra support. If you would like to find a good therapist. You may not know where to start. And so in this presentation, we'll help you navigate the path of finding a therapist that resonates with you. There are many resources available to help you find a mental health therapist. And when I got my degree back in the 20th century, in the 70s, mental health was a specialization and an associate's degree. And I was actually in the last class that it was awarded an associate's degree before it became just a specialization with, and you had to have the bachelor's degree in a in a different modality, and mine is in associate to mental health and a bachelor's in psychology. And then I went on to a master's program in rehabilitation counseling, which is career counseling for people with disabilities. So the fact that I do coaching as a career in life coach, I have that education in those modalities before I even became a coach. That makes me far more qualified than someone who just has a certification as a career and life coach. And I've been on several sites that I, that I qualify for just based on my background in education. And I knew someone that only had a bachelor's degree in social work, no counseling degree, and she was so mad at me because she couldn't even qualify to get on those lists to 
securely and didn't understand the difference in the education. And in here, we're going to talk about insurance. And you, when you go to or you have your insurance company pay, they have certain stipulations that someone has to meet before they even pay. So there are many resources available to help you find a mental health therapist. When looking at an online therapy or in-person mental health therapist. So the 10 steps and resources to find a good therapist. The first thing to think about is online directories. There are many online directories that list mental health therapists in your area. Many of them and many of these sites allow you to search by specialty, location, insurance, acceptance, language, spoken, and more. Some popular online directories include Psychology Today's Therapist Finder and Good Therapy. Keep in mind that some therapists offer online therapy, including phone and video. If this interests you, simply ask the therapist if they offer these services when you contact them. Today, or rather since the pandemic, online therapy has grown, even in the medical field where you need to see someone just to, to ask questions. And in your insurance company, they often have nurses that will call you every six months to make sure that you're getting the type and quality of care that you need. Insurance. If you have health insurance, find out what mental health providers are covered under your plan. Your insurance company's website should have a list of in-network providers that are covered. It's also important to verify any copay or deductible that may be due at the time of your appointment. If you can't find this information on the website, give them a call and ask them to send you a list of in-network mental health professionals in your area. Many of your insurance companies will even have a booklet that they can send out to you with a list of doctors and specialties in specific areas. Also, you may want to find someone who might be in the in, on a list on a, in an online directory because you want to know, can they take you on a sliding scale fee? So you could, if, 
with the technology, things have changed dramatically. If you can't find this information on the website, give them a call and ask to send them a UA list of in-network mental health professionals in your area. Professional organizations, professional organizations for mental health professionals, such as the American Psychological Association or APA and the National Association for Social Workers, and there's also the National Institute for Mental Health that can provide you with lists of social therapists who specialize in particular areas or approaches to treatment. Now, licensed social workers are also trained in therapy. The only difference is they don't have to go through the intense licensure or training that a psychotherapist does because they end up having to have a master's and a PhD in the industry in order to be on those lists. Whereas you can just have a master's as a licensed social worker and be qualified. Online reviews. You can often find online reviews or therapists which can give you an idea of the type of care that they provide and whether or not other patients have been satisfied with their services. This is so important because when, before you even meet with someone, you want to know who that has had a similar issue as you've had has worked with that therapist, and what was the outcome for them? Did they help them? What was the length of time it took? What was the cost? And did the problem ever recur again? Because once you get therapy, you want to be able to get beyond whatever thoughts and problems you have and learn better coping skills. This is what so many people have a misconception because I can remember many, many, many years ago, my sister, my mother took my sister to the, I don't want to say mental health hospital, but to to the community centers. It was, and when she was sitting there waiting for them to see my sister, the receptionist said to her, you look like you have problems and, she, and can we help you? And the only, and her response to them was, only if you can solve my problems. Well, you know, no one can solve your problems. You have to learn how to solve them yourself. But the idea 
is that you learn how to have better coping skills and how deal with certain issues that arise. And that's where so many people misconstrue what psychotherapy is all about because no one can solve your problems but you. Because whether or not you're happy or unhappy is deep inside of you. You know, each of us have that inner child within us. And what it is is that we learn how to cope and take care of that inner child that we have to find better coping skills and how to deal with different situations that we encounter in life. Because whether or not you feel stress over a situation, it can be something that you experience or it can be something that's secondary. And what I mean by secondary is it's not anything that you experience personally, but something that someone in your family experienced, and what you're doing is reacting to the way they handled it. Because if they handled it very badly and didn't have the coping skills to learn how to deal with it, then they what you are reacting to is their response whenever they were in that situation again. Friends and family, don't understand, underestimate the power of the word of mouth referrals from people who know you well and care about your well-being. Ask trusted family members, friends, or coworkers if they know of a therapist who could be the right fit for you. This is something that we even overlook because in our lifetime, especially in business, when you're in business for yourself, you go to networking groups and you're often meeting people with in certain industries that you can ask and refer to get referrals to someone they know who might be the best fit for you simply because they know both both of you and they know what works and what doesn't work and how to what you what you would be specifically looking for take the time to research once you have identified some potential therapists take the time to do more research on them look up their credentials and any specializations that they have, such as a focus on treating anxiety or depression. They may even have a YouTube channel where they teach about mental health, as you can get a feel for their demeanor and skills. After making a meeting with the therapist, follow up on any suggestions that they may have made regarding 
the additional resources for further treatment. Okay. Communicate with your therapist. Once you have found a therapist, make sure to communicate openly and honestly with them about your needs and concerns. This will help ensure that your therapist can provide the best possible care for you. This is often why, like in my case, I will often offer someone a 15-minute complimentary coaching consultation so that we can explore whether or not we're a good fit for each other. And you should ask for this type of communication and meeting for the first meeting before you actually sign a contract. Prepare for your appointment. In order to make the most of the appointment, it's important to think about what you would like to discuss with your therapist ahead of time. This will give you a better chance of getting the help and support that you need. Follow any recommendations to meeting with the therapist. Follow up on any suggestions that they may have made regarding additional resources or further treatment options. Keeping an open line of communication with your therapist is essential for ensuring successful results from therapy sessions. Trust the process. It takes some time working with the therapist to get to the root of the problem and finding solutions. Be patient and trust the process. It, don't think that you're going to solve your problems in a and within one or two sessions. It can take six months, it can take a year, it can even take much, much longer. The idea is to continue learning the skills that you need. And remember, it's often up to you to decide how you are going to deal with anything that arises within the session. And another thing, the therapist is there to give you the support systems to follow up and make sure that any type of common agreement that you make in the session is something that you follow up with along the way. Now, my sister has been getting therapy for years and years and years. Problem is, I don't think she has been able to express what her real issues are and what she wants to work on 
when she first started with the therapist, my mother took her, and my mother told them what the problem was based on what she saw. But that wasn't where my sister was coming from. That was where my mother was coming from. The problem is that my sister reacted the way she did because she wanted love and attention from them. And she found that by being self-abusive or saying, I kill myself, that she would get the attention that she wanted. Problem was that when the therapist heard it, what they did was put her in the hospital, but they never were able to really help her because she only saw it as just someone that she went to talk to, but she never understood that they were there to help her because my mother was never going to let her be independent and live on her own and make decisions for herself. The problem is now she's, my mother's been gone 11 years and she's a lost soul and doesn't even understand what is going on around her. The thing is, she's deaf. But there's no reason that she couldn't have gone on and lived an independent life. The real issue is that her personality was to be laid back. And what happened was that all she, she couldn't express herself and say what her needs were and what she wanted. And the difference between me and her was that not was our personalities because I found people outside and because I had the training between the two, I was able to understand what was going on in the, in the family and understood that my, to, to protect my own mental health, I had to stay away from them because they were the problem. And my sister didn't quite understand that and didn't quite understand how things worked. And she only saw therapy as someone to go talk to. But not, she didn't understand that she needed to deal with what was going on in the family. So no amount of therapy can help you unless you're ready and willing to change. So what kind of therapist should I seek? Mental health therapists come in a variety of forms, each with their own specialized, specialized training and approach. Common types of mental health therapists include psychiatrists, psychologists, clinical social workers, licensed professional counselors, marriage and family therapist, of which I have a friend that is a licensed marriage and family therapist, psychiatric nurse practitioners, and clinical mental health counselors. Psychiatrists. Psychiatrists are medical doctors who specialize in mental health care and can provide psychotherapy, as well as prescribed medications like antidepressants 
or anti-anxiety drugs, they'll typically focus on diagnosing and treating mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety disorder and bipolar disorder. Psychologists have a doctorate level degree in psychology or a related field. They focus mainly on providing psychotherapy to individuals to help them manage challenging behaviors or emotions that may be interfering with daily functioning. Psychologists are also trained to administer psychological tests like the IQ test and personality issues. My name is Davina Shemsky, and you can go to my website, and that website is Personal Success on a Daily Basis, and I offer challenges to help you overcome anything or, or how to best cope with certain issues that occur in your life, and you can go to Personal Success on a Daily Basis, forward slash, join the seven-day challenge. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.